Good evening and welcome to another episode of Super Deluxe Games Cast. It is Thursday, September the um, the eighth. That dog in the background is a lot. I'm turning my mic down. Twig's losing it. Oh, that so, so like Twiggy's just sad that Uncle John isn't there. I think she knows she can hear Uncle John somewhere, and she's really upset that she 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 actually can't see me. I that's the narrative, Derek, that I choose to go with. Um. How's everybody doing this week? Doing pretty good. We, I'm doing, doing pretty okay. good. It's been Man, uh, it's, it's been uh, it's been an interesting week full of ups and downs. Um, sure, it, sure, you know, sure it has. Yeah, not a no, lot of news this week. Yeah, yeah, it just uh, a very very <laughs> slow week for international news. Um, as, I've, as I put in the title of the of the stream video, we are not talking about it tonight. We're not. We're not talking, <laughs> about, talking it about it tonight. <laughs> Especially because that has nothing to do with the video games. Gamespot. Not last time uh, I checked. Not not one thing. <laughs> but we but we may not be talking about international events tonight, but we do have an international guest, uh, who is Ryan Easby. Ryan, what's up, man? What's up? I'm glad to be here. How are you guys doing to the what's well, been the longest day of my life? I was gonna yeah, say I was I gonna say, like what how are I think the more important question, Ryan, is how are you doing today? Oh, it's it's half us to a week that's been the longest week of my professional career. And it's barely started. But other than that, I'm doing okay. <laughs> good, good. Now, now we um, Finn is supposed to be here. Finn and Britt uh, to talk about. Are both he's going to be late. Here. He's going to be. He's going to be a little late. Britt, uh, Britt is just being Britt. Britt has a tendency um, to be fashionably late. So she will, five on the nose. I, wanna, I bet she'll I, be. I here. want to point out, Derek. I want to really specify something you said. Fashionably late. Yes. Like she is very fashionably late. I will never ever take that away from her ever um but the show must go on we've got uh lots of video game related stuff to talk about um not we're definitely not talking about the thing just want to make that clear one more time um we're not we're, even we're, talking about nintendo direct rumors because it would require us indirectly <laughs> to talk about the thing and we're not doing so, that so just just <laughs> as an aside on that derek i don't i don't think that's actually going to happen i don't no, think there's going to be we're not talking about it directs, we're so. not talking about yeah, you don't need, to, uh, you don't need to, to bring it up john <laughs> okay oh, my bad all right <laughs> fine so um why don't we kick this off the way we normally do Mm. and talk about what we've been playing this week and i will go ahead and uh, i'll go ahead and kick it off here um i've been replaying live alive uh because that game fucking rules uh it is i never would have expected this but that game is right up there with uh chrono trigger for me as like tied tied with chrono trigger as my second favorite game of all time like live alive is just an incredible fucking game that i personally think succeeds at everything it does it's going to become one of those annual plays of mine um and it just I'm, I'm almost done with it again and it's just a marvel to me playing this game and imagining that it initially came out in in uh, in 1994 which is just as experimental and just fundamentally weird as this fucking game is i cannot believe that something like this actually came out in 1994 that something as as just like just that completely takes all those JRPG tropes just as they were like becoming a thing and completely throws them out the window and turns them on their head. Like just a wild, just wild thinking about what Japanese gamers must have thought while they were playing live alive, like, like coming off the heels of something like, you know, secret of mana and, uh, you know, final fantasy, uh, four. And it just, just absolutely fucking bonkers that this game even ex like 
was a thing back then. I think it came out after Final Fantasy VI, too, actually, or definitely five. It came out after five. Um, 94 was three years before seven, so it has to have been six, right? I believe it might have in Japan, it might have come out after six because back then, like worldwide launches weren't a thing. Like Japan would get something and we'd get it like eight months later, nine months later, maybe sometimes a year later. Because uh, I know Final Fantasy VI came out in, I want to say December, November, December of 2000, or 2000, Jesus, of 1994. April of 94. Um, April. So in Japan, it came out in April. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's, okay. so Live Alive, yeah, is, is after Final Fantasy VI. That's I did, I did research like on a podcast, which you're not supposed to do. Oh, but it's fine. To, like this, we're supposed to just we're be not, loud we're and not, correct. Derek, there's no prof- Derek, Derek, there's no professionalism here, my friend. Um, but yeah, that that is just fucking absolutely wild to me. So aside from that, uh, I've been doing the usual, you know, Final Fantasy 14. Uh, and tomorrow I'm going to be playing some Splatoon 3 uh, when that drops. Oh, Dian, that's I love Splatoon. Yeah, that is tomorrow, dude. That's tomorrow. And apparently this game has a really dope fucking single player mode. Um, but you so know, the I, first two both did. You know? I, I didn't think the first one did. I, like the first one didn't I really have. I liked like, both of their campaigns. So the first one I didn't even have a campaign because I don't I say, remember that. I don't remember one having a campaign. Yeah, I mean it's just a shorter, slightly less complex version of what was in two, but it's same concept. Yeah, I legitimately didn't know that. Weird. I remember anyway, loving the very Mario Galaxy style like level design of it being like chunk to chunk in its level progression. Chunk anyway. to chunk. I don't know how else to describe no, it. No, that's good. No, I like that. It's there's like a very there's a very meaty connotation to that that I find very satisfying. Um I don't know why I took up there, but I, I did. Uh so anyway, um Ryan, what are you playing this week, dude? Um Hey, it's Brit. It's me. Oh, there's Brit. See, I told you fashionably late. Dar- Brit, look how fashionable you are. Nine oh six. I was off by one minute. What did you say? I said 905 on the dot. He said 905. I'm so good at Fuck this. Off. He was he was really <laughs> close. We're all gonna we're all, all gonna Venmo John our our bets. <laughs> he was what did really you say? You guys close. made bets? I hate you guys so much. I quit. <laughs> we did make I quit. <laughs> I fucking quit. Alright, Ryan, what are you been playing this week? Uh I've went slightly I'm on the same wavelength as John, but slightly bigger. I've been playing Mass Effect. We playing Mass Effect Legendary Edition. It's oh. what's Mass Effect? Shut the fuck up, John. <laughs> Fight you. Uncultured <laughs> filth. It's oh. honestly, I'm I'm so as a child, I played Mass Effect One. Never... That's a phrase that fucking hurts me to hear, man. <laughs> really I'm just upsetting. gonna say because I, I was I was in the Mar- I was in the Marine Corps when Mass Effect One came out. I was, I was actually one year from getting out. Oh of no, the Marine I, Corps. I was I was a whopping ten years old. When Mass Fuck I was, both of you. <laughs> I was nine when it dropped. I was twelve when I played it for the first time. But I never beat Mass Effect One because those uh, vehicle sections are the worst thing in the video game. They are, they were, they are horrifically bad to play through as a child. They are horrifically bad to play through as an adult. But then Legendation fixed it, so I've been going through them, them all again. I finally beat Mass Effect 1. I replayed Mass Effect 2, which, as a game, I forgot how good that is. Like, as a game and a story, I've never been more affected by my own choices, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Then I played Mass Effect 3 again, and that, I've never played the DLC, I should say, in 3. And played through the Citadel DLC, 
made me realise I've, I've, I've been missing like a significant chunk of this game. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna give my opinions on Mass Effect because I want to remain friends with everyone. You know, somebody who I love hearing their Mass Effect uh, opinions from is CJ. I fucking loved CJ because oh, yeah, I, I played yeah. the first game for the first yeah, time, and you gave up. That was like you. Wait, wait, CJ. Why did you give up? Why did you give up? Because Rex fucking their best character oh, died. Yeah, because okay, Ashley yeah, killed Rex. Rex, yeah, Rex died in my campaign. So I, I didn't want him to die because fuck it. I identified with rex a lot yeah that's a cj problem that's your fault you killed rex well i didn't personal um space racist who sounds way too much like me lacunas killed um killed rex um (laughs) and the thing is like i don't know what happened i forgot exactly what had happened because i I played that game like i finished it like the week i played it um which i I really do for like games like that and everyone's like oh just go back go back to a late load i'm like oh man I, i gotta see it through i gotta i gotta move on i gotta I, I just gotta carry this guilt. I'm not gonna lie, when I, when I first played it, because I never beat Mass Effect 1, it auto-imported, which means we actually just died, and I didn't know why, I didn't know what happened. I'm just sat there, they're all, they're all talking about the incident, and I'm like, what, what, what the fuck happened? What happened to you? See, Ashley was just a racist piece of shit to me, so I treated her like garbage the whole time. <laughs> and Rex, so Rex is my favorite Mass Effect character, like hands down throughout the entire series. Um, and so I took him everywhere with me. I did everything <laughs> for him. So when I found out that he could actually die die in that scene, I was like, no, nope, he's my could boy. You, he could nowhere. you romance Rex? No. I would, you no. can't romance a fucking Krogan in any one of those games, and it's a damn shame. That's not, I mean... How much of it's the voice? I didn't, I didn't romance I mean, any of what? my crew members because that's unprofessional, John. That, it, CJ <laughs> is a consummate right. officer. I know. Like, you only I said that because you couldn't romance Tally in the first game. That sounds like something <laughs> like Cap would say. Also, I played as the, uh, the the female shepherd, so I couldn't romance any of the uh, the, the female characters in that first game. I, I think. Right? Liara. 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 Ashley. Liara and Ashley. I, I, I actually let Ashley die because she sucks. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, right. Easy like, choice. That that's an easy choice, right? Did like live in my. Game? I forgot. Hold up. Everyone's like, "Well, Caden's uh, boring," and I'm like, "Have Kaden's you heard his really voice? Boring. Have you he's okay? Really, but it, really but have you heard his voice? Yeah, so he's good. got that. He's got that smoke. And to be commander. honest, a lot of the characters are boring, right? Like like uh, that must mus, like that. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Zaid. Uh, is that his name in, in yeah. the second Make one? Make rest in peace, John. Like he's boring. Uh, he's boring. Um, like I feel like half the character, like some of the characters are really good, but I feel like some of the characters in Mass Effect Two, they just kind of tacked on. It's almost not always the humans too. The humans I, like almost all suck, except for Kasumi. Kasumi. That's rules. the problem with Andromeda too. Is the human like? Aside from Liam, like he, the humans are the most boring thing in that fucking game. I There's nothing that Liam made it is. that way. <laughs> what? I, I don't ask who Liam is. I got five hours into a drum, Andromeda and I don't remember anything. Yeah, uh, he's it's... the um, he's the male human character that you get. Ah, uh, remember how they so, had to, they had to add one uh teammate for Mass Effect Three, one new character, and they gave you fucking. Freddy Prince Jr. Okay, all right. Oh my hold god. on, hold on. Oh my god, but no, no. Okay, a friend of mine sent me the Wait. dialogue. Holy shit! It's, it's not good. The Latino dialogue in that in that funny, game. not funny. Holy. Ha ha. Oh my god. Freddy Freddy Prince Jr. was in Mass Effect. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, any uh, man who's good enough Vega. for Buffy is good enough for me. Hold on, I thought I thought he was in uh, Dragon Age. He was, he was uh, both, one, yeah. the big bull yeah. dude. Bioware have like three voice actors and they share them. Yeah. <laughs> Grant, you can't just type things like that in chat. <laughs> wow. wow. I love Grant. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's getting so No, Grant, don't go. Him. Grant, no, stop no, around. No. Don't fucking go anywhere. He's busy. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah, He's at least stay in chat, Grant. But um, so okay, so 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 like my 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 most vivid memory of Freddie Prince Jr. in in uh, Dragon Age. I didn't know. Hold on, which, which I really which thought it was just going to be your most vivid memory of Freddie Prince Jr. Period. Well, no, which which character was he in Mass Effect? He's Vega in three. All that. Which one? He's Vega in three. The party member you forget about. Exactly. He's the oh, he's one fucking... new he's human. He's the ripped bro that you get in the beginning of the game. He's, he's the, remember... the Latino uh, Jarhead bro, character. The absolute worst Latino writing ever. Man, it's it bad. made Cyberpunk look like fucking, you know. Was he saying stuff like essay, CJ? Oh, basically. Like, basically. <laughs> he could bro. say that in uh, oh Aspect 3. He could say that. Was he like, yo, what's up? You know where you I, at, SA? I never, like, so I never played it, but I got sent, like, there. everyone's obviously like, CJ, you would like this, because I just finished Mass Effect 1, the only one I played, and they're like, oh, CJ, I know what we, we all know how much you love fucking awful uh, Latino dialogue in games. So they sent me, like, Vegas, like, some clips of Vega, I'm like, holy shit, this is horrible. It makes Cyberpunk look like an Oscar-worthy, like, you know, foreign film at that point. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Fuck it. You know what? It made me miss Ashley. I remember that Freddie Prince Jr. was the big bull guy in Dragon Age, and the reason I remember that is because I was like, I didn't finish the game because it bored me to tears. So I watched some of the, I watched some of the some of the cutscenes on YouTube, and there was one cutscene where you could romance the big bull guy. I don't know his name, and uh, and like, what is he? What, who is he talking about? Why can't I picture like the what big bull guy? The his big name bowl. is literally like Iron Bull or something, right? Or big oh, Iron Bowl, okay. right? Iron Bowl. Yeah. Like, I, like I thought you were saying bowl, like, as in B O W L, and it was like a reference to the shape of something. I was like, who no, the fuck is no. he talking about? This person, like in their game, they just got done boning Iron Bull, and somebody walks in while they're lying in bed, and they're like, oh, and, he, and and Iron Bull is like, yeah, she was just taking that, and I'm just like, <laughs> wow, like. Holy shit, Iron Bull! Like, gee, like, wow, that's really something. And uh, I was like, mm, okay, well, I, okay, Dragon Age. <laughs> like, can you imagine like you're Freddie Prince Jr. and you're handed that line to read, and you're like, no, really? I got to read that. Like, I have the to. The life say that? of an actor, John. Sometimes. To be fair, the guy who Star Wars before, he's used to bad dialogue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Right? Have you been playing anything else? Uh, apart from Mass Effect, I recently got a rock band for guitar, finally, the first time in about five years I've been getting back to that. I've spent an ungodly amount of money on songs, but other than that, not really, no. Alright, who wants to go? Uh, Brittany, since you were the last to arrive, why don't you go next? You know, we're still missing Finn. I'm just going to yeah, point that out. Finn, Finn's fine. Like, he's... He'll, like, he'll, he'll, at he'll least I showed up, Finn. I, I, I like, assuming, like he was like, I'm up. on. And I was like, oh, Finn's on. I got to be fucking be there. And he's not here. Like, I, I joined the call and I was like, where's, where's Finn? He's avoiding you. I, I, he usually does. 
It's usually CJ who avoids me, but today it's Ben. I'm here. Yeah, I don't avoid anyone. Britt, what are you playing this week? Right, what, you just what? bulldoze your way into everybody's lives. We understand. <laughs> we get that. <laughs> right. Okay. You With all what? the usual confidence Why? of a white man his size. <laughs> 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 and he's gone. Britt, what Shall you been playing? Come back, but not out of anything personal, just to not fuck up the levels of the audio, because knowing Finn's going to come in. Yeah. Here. What if Please I just... come back, Joe. What if I just Thank remove you. him? I can. No! I, can. <laughs> I feel so bad. Oh my god! Look now, here's John bulldozing his way in back. Into the Don't computer. do it. That's what I'm doing. So I've just been playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, I'm trying to level up all my baby jobs to get them higher levels, so I stop having trash in my inventory because it's just it's bothering me. What's your I've actual just... main job, Britt? It's dancer. Dancer, right? Okay. Yeah, so I'm I mained Bard all the way up to when did Dan was it Stormblood Dancer released? No, it was Shadowbringers. Shadowbringers was Dancer. Was yeah. Are you sure? I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, because Samurai and um Samurai and Machinist were uh were Stormblood. No, it's Machinist, Dark Knight, and Astrologian were Heaven's Word. Oh, okay. I don't know what the fuck. Samurai and Red Mage were Stormblood. That's what it was. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was, anyway, sorry. I was right and I was wrong. Um, so I've been playing, just leveling up my uh, my baby jobs. Like I had, I had everything at thirty. So I had sub jobs unlocked, and um, the ones I had in th at actual thirty though were Black Mage, Monk, Machinist, and then my Dark Knight was at forty. So. I leveled up Black Knight, Black Knight, <laughs> Black Mage to 50. I leveled up Dark Knight to 50, and I'm at 48 with Machinist. So I'm, I'm cruising along. I'm just trying Machinist to get. Machinist is such a great fucking job. It, so every job sucks at low level. That's what I'm discovering, because it's all just like you get two buttons and that's it. Um, I. I don't think you really get to experience how a job is at least until you hit 80. Um, so <clears throat> it's just been boring so far because I'm just spamming the same dungeons over and over again. Um, but other than that, I've been working on my island, which is such a chore now. Um, it sounds like you're souring on that island a little bit. I am souring a little bit on the island because it's basically just Deodum 2.0. Once you hit a, once you hit level six, then there's not a whole lot to do anymore. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, Britt. I kind of fell off the island myself. I was like, okay, like, the, yeah, what, whatever. Like, once, you, was, once you hit level six, it just kind of goes downhill. And like, um, it's a nice idea, but the execution of it, I, I feel, needs a little. There needs to be more waiting for me, right? And the like, workshop I, is confusing as fuck. Yes, yes. And so there's a Reddit, like, of course, somebody made a guide for it from Reddit. And then the person who made the guide had to make a video explaining the guide because of how confusing and convoluted the workshops are. Uh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, Britt, um, I feel like to anybody who is who is like at the very beginning stages of your island sanctuary, don't spend the shit you're earning until you're done with the island because the game will like the island will fucking punish you for spending oh, yeah. that shit I too early i didn't like, spend a dime until like i finally just bought my um 
I wanted a haircut from there, and I I finally just bought that, and I was able to build back up to five thousand again. But then you have to use that shit to buy yep. to send people out to gather materials for you, so you can upgrade your stuff. It sounds and like I wanted like a multi level marketing scheme. Gave up. Is this still Final Fantasy fourteen? Oh yeah, yeah. That game's a lot bigger than I thought it was. <laughs> they gave yeah. thought... rules. <laughs> I didn't realize like... you could like. Animal Crossing in it. Yeah, so they they added so it's like Animal Crossing at first, and then like once like once the shine the honeymoon wears off real quick. Yeah, uh, it doesn't have anywhere near the charm that Animal Crossing does, and I say that as a massive Final Fantasy fourteen fanboy. Yeah, like like it just it's just kind of there, and and to be honest with you, like they really need to just make it available from level one because grinding all the way to 60 for this like like if you're expecting something that's going to like become a massive fun time sink for you you're not going to get it like it's it's not quite as exciting as i thought it was going to be yeah but that's um that's all i've been doing is just uh leveling up my low level jobs in 14 oh and i've been doing the um the elephant people beast trap quests those are really fun and silly what are they they called Um, again the Ak- Aksara? I Aksa- can't remember. Aks- yeah, I, I, I want like the Laporids, damn it. I want the yeah. Laporids. Uh, no, uh, next is Omicrons is our next. Oh, the Omicrons are next. Okay, I want some mm-hmm. I want some cool-ass robotic Omicron gear. I want I want some pudding way gear. That's what I want. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, that's what I've been doing, just playing 14. And... One question for you, Britt. Have you done the Barbarichia fight? Yeah, I sure the fuck have. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It is it's so. She is such like. Did you, have you done the missions afterwards where you get to yes. go through the backstories and stuff? Yes. So good. It's and, so good. And the music, Chef's Kiss. My son. Oh, uh, it's a so uh, Derek. It's a great rendition of uh, Battle Against the Four Fiends from Final Fantasy IV. Um, but the Barbarichia fight is like one of the most hectic fights just on normal that I've come across. My son my son plays Final Fantasy fourteen, and he was watching me do the Barbarici fight. And you know what I'm talking about, Britain. The second phase of the fight when she really like amped shit up, like he was like, oh my Step God. Step on I was, me. Yeah, Step I was. Step on me, yes. I was like, he was like, oh my God. He, I was like, the, the, the second phase of that fight, you are constantly moving. You are uh, not so standing still. That's when it's like, like so good to be a ranged character right because mm-hmm. you can just bounce everywhere and like i died like so much the first like two tries and then like after that didn't die once like i caught on real quick yep. and i loved it because it reminded me of um a Roma born like the primal like titan and garuda there because it's Very all ground based attacks and I'm very good at that. I'm not good at like, okay, you need to watch like which way they're like raising their hand and going to swing their sword or you need to watch the outside of the map to make sure like I'm really good at focusing on where I am in the moment. So I caught on that fight super fucking quick and I was like, yes, thank you. Like no more starboard fucking whatever shit that they do to signal when an attack is coming or where an attack is coming it was just like all visual on the ground and i i thrive in that environment i haven't raided or done ex in so long because it's just not in front of my face when it's off to the side like i can't i can't do it but when it's like right like i caught on instantly and i was like I'm, yes i'm you. diving into the extreme version of this fight this week and i can't wait oh, are you um yeah but i i like to do i like i'm, I'm like 
and the high level raid tier stuff in Final Fantasy fourteen. So I, I I love doing that shit. I wish um, um I wish I wish I had time for Final Fantasy fourteen because like everything Eric, about it's it only four hundred like... hours to catch up. It's that's so many games I can play instead, and it's, and it's free up until. But, but everything about it does seem like it should be my shit. They look, they tried their hardest. They rolled out Mail Vieira, and they Ooh. were like, "If this doesn't work, we're not, we're never catching this fucker." And you know, it wasn't enough. The Derek's are so pretty. And I know. Very look, sexy look, at the same very time. few things have have awoken such a predatory instinct in me as Mail Vieira, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because I'm not playing FF14. I don't have I will time. Say this, Derek. I know that you love Final Fantasy IV, and right now the story, the main story, is just completely leaning. I know. In Final I just Fantasy have to IV. spend 400 like, hours to get there. I'm okay. Uh, so, or, or you could watch a YouTube video. Of the cutscenes, and then boost until <laughs> you could do that, Derek. A lot of people but do that. That's not the same. But you're like you're missing trash. You're not missing anything like vital, no. like no. Derek, you could no. just you could just Final Fantasy with your friends. That sounds weird when you say it like that. Don't do that. <laughs> not that, Derek. Weird. What are you playing this week? Um, you know, I've been playing mostly the same stuff I'd I'd been playing. Right, I'm I'm working through Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh been playing through monster hunter rise slowly but surely i saw um, you on that on, on the switch the other day playing that shit. yeah because i saw you on live alive and i was like oh john's replaying live alive <laughs> um i um the only thing that's really been any different is i uh i did start replaying banjo tooie um i never which, played banjo tooie i, I really banjo. i really like banjo tooie like it's it's definitely not as tight of an experience as banjo kazooie is but i enjoy all of the weird like cross level bullshit that there's stuff you have to do in certain levels to actually progress in other levels and i like um a lot of the variety in the game and it's not as messy as donkey kong 64 um but the problem is i lost like five hours worth of progress so i just can't bring myself to keep playing Oh, man. I forgot to save and I just like I, Dude, I, I came back to it one day and I was like worst. Yeah, I was like five hours back. I was like, fuck, man, I can't do it. So how does the game feel in 2022 after we've had so I mean, many amazing platformers? Yeah, it's like it's messy, right? Because especially like it's got a Nintendo 64 camera where the camera moves in like specific 30 degree increments instead of being a smooth <laughs> camera. That's always hard to go back to. But the game is also designed in terms of its platforming around the fact that it's not super smooth and precise, right? So you know, it, it's it's one of those things where Rare knew that they couldn't require too much out of you if the camera was going to be that rigid, um, and and that's why I think Tui doubled down on variety rather than trying to give tighter and more complex versions of what Kazooie did. It tried to just give you more and more shit that was surface level different. Um, but like that worked for me. So yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. I've just been playing bread. I can't hear you. I was thinking about playing Banjo the other day and I miss it. Yeah. Banjo Kazooie's real good. Banjo Tooie's a good time. And, and they're funny. Like they're funny well, games. How, how are you playing it, Derek? Oh, uh, emulating, obviously. Okay, no, obviously, yeah. obviously. Okay. It's on Rare Replay. It is, but asking. Rare Replay is not on PC. Yes. So. That's what, okay, that's all I'm asking. Yeah. That's all I'm Isn't asking. it on Game Pass? Yes, it is. It not on PC. 
Not on PC though. Uh huh. I think. But yeah, if you've got an Xbox system, like yeah, there's 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 a lot of good games. That's how I replay. played the first like two hours of Banjo Kazooie before realizing <laughs> this is not for me. Yeah, I, it's it's got to be like a certain type. But you know, oh, I love that shit. Gobble but it, I love gobble it. it up. Give me them. Give me them classic platformers, man. I'm Am I right in saying that in uh, Banjo Tooie, it like opens with like one of the main characters of the first one? Yeah, just Bottles dying. fucking dies. Just that's dies. Like the greatest thing ever, man. Bottles just gets fucking marked in the opening cutscene, and he's a ghost. <laughs> right. Derek, let me ask you this. Derek, let me ask you this. Are yeah. you a Nights into Dreams kind of guy? Not really. I don't like nights. Mm, wow. I don't really. Interesting. I think it's messy. I think it's messy, and I don't think it has enough going for it. Now, of course, Charlotte is like a huge apologist for Nights into Dreams, um, but it's just not for me. I don't think it's bad. I just don't think it's for me. I as a, as a as a platformer as a platforming stand, I would love to see CJ. Have you played Nights into Dreams on the Saturn? No, never, never. Because you that really was the weird need period. to. It was. I had a. I had a switch. I mean, I had a Wii. And that was advertised heavily to me because I own Sonic and the Secret Rings and Mario and Sonic Olympic Games. It's on modern consoles, dude. You should give it a shot because that it, shit it's is. Nights is on modern yeah. consoles. Yeah, it's on PS4. You can download it on PS5 right now. It's on Xbox. I, I love I, like again like I I, I I love Sonic Team with this. Or point. you could download RPCS3 and emulate Dynasty Warriors Gundam Reborn. Oh, okay. Why would you do um, that though? Yeah. Well, oh, you I, can play Sonic Six. I love Sonic 06's music. I love. Um, <laughs> I, I, um, Derek, I don't have a PC powerful enough for that, but I'll keep that in mind, I guess. Um, I, I gotta play Knights. I gotta, I gotta play like Knights and Billy Hatcher, like the two games I, I, I've been dying to like play out of. Like, I never that, played Billy Hatcher. Game. CJ, what are you playing right now? What am I playing right now? What are you playing oh, this Arena? week? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, did I, talk, I talked like last time I talked about Final Fantasy VII, Pac-Man World, and Saints Row. I put Final Fantasy VII Remake and Saints Row on pause to finish Pac-Man World for review. <laughs> um, I, I finished it. Great game. Like, it, it's it's such a solid platformer. Those boss fights are probably the best in, like, the genre. Because it, it you know, what is it? We got platforming games that are, like, there's two types of bosses in, like, 3D platformers. Those are like, incredibly stupidly hard for no reason. And those that look nice. Um, and there's no balance, right? There's no balance between, like, something engaging gameplay-wise and, like, aesthetically pleasing. Unlike, unless you're, like, Mario Odyssey or, um, you know what I'm saying? So, Pac-Man World does both, where they're like, well, we'll introduce something, some new element with each boss fight. So, like, one of them will play, like, basically a Galaxian level, which blew me. I'm like, holy shit, this is, like, the greatest thing in the world. With the sound effects and, and everything, and the perspective change, there's a racing sequence that comes out of nowhere that's, like, all about drifting. Um, and the way you beat that boss by getting first place, there's one that's played in, like, this weird, like, the boss is, like, in a first-person perspective, and you're running away from the camera I, it, it's some some cool shit like that that i, I loved um it, it's still a basic ass you know when did it come out like 99 98 it was a gamecube yeah. game wasn't it no the ps1 game yeah, the first one PS1. was ps1 okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> repack is a remake of the, of the ps1 game so it does the whole crash bandicoot thing where it really doesn't like the, the insane trilogy thing where it like gives it a fresh coat of paint it gives it one main accessibility feature which is an easy mode that allows you to have like these like blocks in between certain platforming parts so you, you can like just walk over them instead of jumping over them and also lets you hang in the air um a little bit longer i kind of wish there was like an unlimited lives option because it, it, it just it baffles me that there's a, a modern platforming game with lives <laughs> I, I i i that that kind of annoyed me but everything else it's a solid game it's a it's a really great game the highest compliment i could p- play um pay it is like i would have like eaten this shit up if i was younger and if i played it when i was younger 
Like this, this would have been like that up there with like what Sonic Heroes is like the the rotation as far as like CJ platformers. Um, and other than that, I've been playing. I got back in the Fortnite. I'm all in, baby. Wow. Battle, battle Pass this season. Yes. Maximum gaming. All yes. right, no. Um, what is it? I, I got in because I'm like, the Dragon Ball stuff looked cool. I missed out on buying Goku, Beerus, and Vegeta, but I, I you could still get the Comic-Con. It's like a power-up in the game. Holy shit. Christine and I are all in. All in. We Good. bought the Battle Pass. Good. We, I, we've been playing every day to like, every, every day. Every fucking day we've been playing. And I, I, I posted the picture in the group chat that Indiana Jones playing Pac-Man is like one of his emotes. That's it. It's absolute peak gaming. Sure, it's some metaverse bullshit. It's, you know, we're all like beta testing like some awful, awful dystopian thing we're doing. But I love it. It's a fun <laughs> battle royale game. I finally found like, you know, everyone has like their destinies or their Final Fantasy 14s. I finally found like the one thing I'm playing at. And Christine's just sad because she knows, like, you know, by late October that'll all end when Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 drops, and I will. <laughs> you know, multi- that's it. I'm out. Like, I, 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 she's, she's like, she's excited. Like, oh my god, we're, we're playing through. We're gonna get everything in the battle pass. I'm like, don't get used to it, babe. It's like, it's <laughs> October 28th is right around the corner. The week after Extra Life, I'm out. <laughs> I'm noping out. Um, but no, it's good. It's just a good. It's a good time. It's 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 a it's a really fun time. They they changed up everything. Like now it has like this weird RPG progression system. There's like quests you can do in the middle of a game. There's like weird upgrade path. I don't know. It, it's it's bizarre, but I'm I'm in love with it. I I'm like I feel it feels good to be back into a multiplayer shooter like this that I can play with like with Christine. Ah, um, dude, that's outstanding. It's a good time. We should, we 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 gotta get an SCGC Fortnite uh, uh, stream in. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. John, what if they added, like, Cloud from Final Fantasy VII in it? Eh, it would not with... sway me. Really? Would you don't want to see me. Cloud with, like, a with a fucking, like, SMG? Like... No, I don't want to see that at all, Seeing actually. Spider-Man with a strap was definitely uh, a lot. I mean, I <laughs> Dude, the weirdest I'm, thing I've seen in my like, life was not screenshot. I'm just like, I saw that, I'm like, man, Spider-Man doesn't kill. This isn't cool. <laughs> like... Not not cool you with he just it. blows out their kneecaps. I'm, I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you. I'm gonna. I'll say it on air. Like as soon as um, Peter Griffin like drops a Fortnite, that's it. That's the only <laughs> game I'll play for ever. As soon as as soon as it happens, <laughs> like, straight, up, straight up, straight up. <laughs> I mean, it's it's destined to happen. It's foretold. It's for you know, they add, they add. They I'm, su- I'm honestly surprised the Simpsons haven't dropped in there yet, bro. Straight up, let me play. This Legit surprise. Millhouse <laughs> of all people. You know, if you're gonna play, if you're gonna play as anyone, as any Simpsons character in Fortnite, it's got to be Uter, right? Oh, stop chasing me with your assault rifle! <laughs> like, like. Gotta add it. No, okay. I'm telling you, every time I play the game, I'm killed by someone new. I got killed by fucking Ezio. I got killed by Bulma. I got killed by fucking um, Prowler from 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 uh, Spider. I got killed by fucking okay. Chun Li. Everything. You every, know. Every... You fucking know Garfield is coming. Chun-Li. You know oh, Garfield, Garfield is coming, right? Garfield it's happening. Man, no, they got to do Garfield, Arlene, Nermal, and Odie. All four. They, they got to do yeah. that. Garfield is absolutely inside. fucking coming, dude. I I voice by Bill Murray. Never say Garfield up. is coming ever again. Yes. Garfield is coming so hard right now, Derek. <laughs> like, Wait, the Ghostbusters Can on you shut the fuck up, John? Derek, Garfield's days. I we love know and I am coming. He, Garfield <laughs> is coming. Garfield is coming. 
sooner than you think, actually. <laughs> like, and you're not even get, Derek. You're not even gonna see see when when Garfield's coming. You're not gonna know it, but it's gonna okay, happen. So look, and it's gonna hit Garfield, you right in the face. It's gonna hit you right in the face, today, Derek. Today, today, September eighth. Um, nothing else happened. Today. I like that you I just, just have that. Because, at the ready. Because, uh, it, was a, it was a Christmas gift for uh for Christina. She got me a Garfield calendar. All right, <laughs> September eighth. John um Garfield's looking out the window saying John's yard work skills are iffy. Second panel. Someone's chase. Someone's being chased by uh by Lomar. Who is it? It's John. And at the end, uh, Garfield smiling saying, "I'll be entertaining." It's a good little uh, good little joke. That's little fucking murderous, dude. Like Garfield is fucking dark, man. Uh, Garfield doesn't care. It's not Monday. Holy he shit, on here. dude. He's fine. <laughs> hey John, right, please so, drone strike me. So Eric, you know I can't do that. Um. So I don't know where Finn's at. Uh, we can so, we can hold off on the Pax West stuff until yeah. He so so why don't we arrives. get into the uh, why don't we talk about uh, Microsoft, Sony, and Call of Duty? Um, and and I want to preface this by saying I think Call of Duty focusing on the Iraq War maybe for the next century is a really stupid fucking idea. And you should you knew it, it was going to happen though. You knew that shit was coming you one day. Absolutely, Treyarch of all companies, the most tasteless. It is going to be Treyarch, isn't it's it? Incredible! Oh my god! <laughs> Good news, John. Five you, days like, in Fallujah is not coming out because they're partnering with Treyarch for Call of Duty Iraq the worst War. Thing is, if the older leaks are right and the images are that were leaked are for the next one, it's a Black Ops game. As well. Yeah, oh my God, bro! We're gonna get glass eating back. <laughs> oh, fucking Jesus! So, so, and and I, I do feel like, I feel like this is important to to, to focus on, right? Because I mean, do do I believe the next Call of Duty is gonna focus on the Iraq War? Yeah, I do. I I believe the rumors, right? Like, I think that's absolutely fucking true. Um, is my camera frozen for everyone? For, it for sure everyone? does appear to be, but you know, that's weird. But anyway, like face accurately, I uh. John? He's gone. Just, just silenced him. Yeah. John's really focused on, on Call of Duty focusing on the Iraq war, and uh, it's really not what we were intending to talk about, but I, I, I see that he's going to make that happen. There Hi. we go. That was there weird. We um, Wrong I, microphone. I, I, just, I, I feel like, like and I don't yeah, know, John. we weren't originally we were going to focus on... Your microphone. Really? Yeah. It's doing your webcam <laughs> this mic. Ke this kept happening during Faz, too. During what? Phasmophobia. I thought you said during Sorry. fat ass, and I was like, what? I had fash. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, <I'll be> what? <laughs> All right, is that better? Yeah, there we go. Okay. Um, All right, be I, mad I for a few minutes. I, I, like, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to harp on the Iraq War thing too much, but I just want to point out that as somebody who was there, um, and as somebody who has very strong feelings on six days in Fallujah, uh, I like focusing on the, I, I simply don't trust Treyarch or really any developer to accurately depict the Iraq war as, as it happened. Um, and, uh, because, you know, American entertainment media just has an absolute fucking, they simply cannot fathom the idea of, uh, of, you know, the United States military, you uh, serving a at, at the very least a morally ambiguous role uh in in, in any being generous and that, so well, that's what i'm saying like i no, that's I, what i'm I, saying I, at a minimal like i don't know if you saw but someone tweeted like oh yeah the next one's gonna be how how, how russia invaded uh iraq like someone made the joke that, like yeah <laughs> no, yeah like the focus, and, yeah. 
I, I just I feel like I, this is something that Call of Duty, like Call of Duty of all franchises, just needs to stay the fuck away from. Um, because I simply it was do not trust them to. I simply don't trust them to do it. And you fucking know, you fucking know, all the armchair warriors who have never been to war are going to be like, I want to be transported to the battlefield. And I'm just like, shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, they're gonna like, they're like, gonna lecture you on a an accuracy and yeah, like fucking... like you know, like you can actually like you know, it, it, it's like. You know, you can either have your accuracy, your accuracy in video games, or you can't. But don't fucking lecture me on war. You know, like it's it's like you know, I need, I want Treyarch to transport me to the battlefield, and I'm like, but they're not going to. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, okay. I don't know. Anyway, I had to get that off my chest because yes. that's been bugging me for. That's been bugging me for a day. Gotten, did they ever do anything in Vietnam? Yes, How was that treated? It basically, like, okay, so... A video game. As, yeah, as, video game. as little focus as possible on why we were there and what America! we did. Fuck yeah. yeah! Like, that's that's essentially what it was. Yeah. It could not even... Even the one war that, like, pop culture has deemed, it's pretty reasonable to, like, call a shit show. They, they couldn't bring themselves to, you know, because, anyway. Uh, like, I, I, like I said, Treyarch is, uh, is Activision's red team. <laughs> um, they, they're like they, they, they will do anything in their power to make everything seem badass, even like the absolute worst war crimes in the world. You're gonna be just the stupidest, edgiest bullshit. <laughs> Infinity War at least pretends they have like like that that white liberal sense of like, oh, but hold up, war is bad. Call, like <laughs> fuck yeah, fuck. That's why I, like 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 God, whatever fears you have over like them portraying the Iraq War, 100% like. Um, Valid, one hundred percent. Because it's probably going to be way worse than whatever we're imagining here. One hundred percent. Anyway, that's it. Yeah. So the actual like <laughs> news segment of this uh, was going to focus Fine. on. I know, right? Me bringing things back to the headlines. So <laughs> it's not news at this point that Microsoft is purchasing Activision Blizzard, and it's looking like that's very likely to go through. Um, Microsoft has made it clear for a while that they plan on continuing for at least some length of time the the multi-platform nature of Call of Duty. They're not going to like buy it and immediately make it Xbox exclusive. They're not trying to rush that through the door. Um, and of course, some people believe that, some people don't, whatever. Uh, Jim Ryan, PlayStation, recently came out and um, and and said, okay, he, he kind of spilled the beans on what the deal currently is being offered, uh, which is that Microsoft is offering an additional three years of of multi-platform uh call of duty releases after whatever the current commitment is which is up to like 24 or 25 something like that so it's it's basically realistically speaking three years past that to 2027 or 2028 i think i remember seeing somebody do the math on like that's end of the ps5 and xbox series cycle probably right um, or getting mm. close to the end. It depends so. on how Microsoft works this cycle, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, but I mean, that that's a good length of time where Call of Duty is still guaranteed to be available on all systems. And Jim Ryan saying, that's not enough. That's woefully inadequate. PlayStation, you know, Call of Duty is a big part of the PlayStation brand and our players. Um, and like, he's not wrong, but I, I have, here's, I have some thoughts, right? Because I can see that corporate acquisitions 
big corporate acquisitions are bad. And all these acquisitions happening in gaming at a really rapid pace are really bad. But at the same time, like PlayStation is making it sound as if they are a part owner of, of call of duty and of Activision blizzard. And like they have to sign off and they don't really have a say in this deal. What I think they're doing is I think they're trying to make a lot of noise to regulators, right? They want gamers on Twitter and, and, and message boards and everywhere to be the bully pulpit and yell about Microsoft. And the ultimate hope is to make enough of a conversation about how dangerous it would be for Call of Duty to leave PlayStation that maybe the regulators don't approve the deal, or if they do, to make stipulations that Microsoft can't make Activision Blizzard's games exclusive to their platforms. Um, and it's just, it just feels fucking shitty, man. See, like, the reason that uh, Call of Duty is synonymous with PlayStation, in air quotes, is because they've held back content for exclusivity. Yeah, like it's not a, it's not a new thing for game, for that to happen. But Jim Ryan's acting as if he's never done this before. Yeah, like the, the, does nobody remember PlayStation money had at Activision to get Call of Duty to market exclusively through the PlayStation brand, starting with the PS4 era. Like, and yeah. that was a big deal. Call of Duty was an Xbox thing right until it, it became sure a playstation was. thing yeah. because sony dumped a bunch of fucking money they backed a dump truck up on activision's doorstep it literally just said only say the words playstation from here out in your commercials got it good um so like now the shoes on the other foot and microsoft's buying the studio and offering you know a first x length of time that it'll stay multi-plat and now sony's really really pissed but it's like i don't I don't know what to tell you. That's the game, and Sony's there, playing it too. There's two. There's two. There's two things about this. So one, yeah, it's gross that um Microsoft owns is, is buying out a bunch of uh, all these studios, right? It's disgusting. Yeah. It's kind of weird that like. So now I have to contend with the fact that like a bunch of my favorite franchises are not only held hostage by Activision, but they're also held hostage by Microsoft, right? Yeah, sucks. Sucks. Um, but here's the thing. Microsoft's playing this, like, the way they're playing the game is they see that Sony has all these first-party studios, right? All these exclusives. Microsoft's deciding, all right, we're going to, like, cut the middleman. We're not going to develop, we're not going to build any studios up. We'll just fucking buy the ones that we want. It's it's just, yeah. it's it's the same exact thing. Well, they keep the trying to build their own studios, and it keeps not fucking working, huh? It's, so <laughs> That's my thing. Look, they see, they named two studios after, like, their games. Clearly, that's not going anywhere. So they're like, "Fuck it, let's just buy out. Let's buy out like all the big ones." What is it? Sony has Sony has exclusivity for Final Fantasy 16. Fuck it, let's just buy all of Bethesda. And we'll have every Western RPG yeah. for the next like. Well, and, and that's a good point. Is like, it's not like Sony isn't hasn't been for a long time money hatting games just to stay off of Xbox specifically. Oh yeah, Final right? Fantasy Seven is still a PlayStation exclusive. Like it's still yeah. on. And it's tons not of game. Not ever not going to be. Are not allowed to release on Xbox because of those financial deals. Um, Street Fighter Five, remember, very famously was a big like. Okay, you just don't get to release on Xbox. Other than that, you know, PlayStation, PC, you're fine. Not on Xbox. Like it's the same game, or how, and it feels so cynical to see the the PS3 or how how many PlayStation Three exclusive things on like the one on like that on that version, right? 
Like yeah. Kratos was on Mortal Kombat uh, 9 or fucking... Oh, oh God, that's that. right. He was. You know, yeah. like, shit like that. Xbox had nothing, right? They were like, they, all yeah. they had was Call of Duty. But funny enough, now we're, now we're back. Now we're back. <laughs> Do you think that um, Sony responds by turning to Bungie and being like, you make games for us now? Or do you well, think they leave it? I think it, it gets hard because hasn't Bungie already um, committed to keeping their games multi-platform, right? Yeah, like, I thought, to it. Yeah, I, see, and that's, I think, a hard thing is, like, it's the, Sony, if Sony makes them go back on that, like, first off, Bungie's going to be vocal about that, I think, because the studio culture within Bungie is that they they don't want to fucking play these games anymore. They're done with that. Which is why um, they sold Halo. Yeah. And um And they and they were like celebrating leaving Activision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, want, yeah, yeah. I doubt they want like another Wasn't act. Bungie also one of the only studios that that actually said uh shit about whatever the the current social crisis, we have a new one every goddamn week because <laughs> it's 2020 part 3 out here. Um, this was, this was when the, the Supreme Court decision leaked yes. originally. Yeah. Yes. Right. And, yep. and, uh, up about, uh, overturning, uh, Roe versus Wade. And like Sony was like, nobody say anything. We don't even acknowledge this. And Bungie was out there like, no, we're going to say some shit. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that doesn't work versus like Microsoft. Microsoft doesn't have to go back on anything, right? They can say, well, mm. we're offering continued exclusivity. Do you want that or not? Right. If you don't like it, we cannot do it. You know, they're the ones being the good guy. And what's more frustrating is like, it's also very likely. I don't think Call of Duty ever actually goes Xbox exclusive. It's the only one. I think it's just a matter of there's a great thread I read earlier that, that made a ton of sense. Like Microsoft is not going to sign an agreement that says Call of Duty can be multi platform in perpetuity. You do not sign business deals that just go on forever. You, you, you sign an agreement and you go back to it every couple of years and see if you want to keep doing it, right? That's almost certainly how Minecraft works, right? Yep. That's almost certainly yep. how plenty of other Microsoft own. Yep. That's almost certainly how many of the Bethesda things work is right now there's an agreement to release this stuff multi-platform. Microsoft reserves the right after a couple of years is up and those terms are up to look at it and go, eh, maybe we do, maybe we don't. I, Sony I think- has done the exact same shit with Spider-Man, with Marvel. Right with the movies, like literally, they they play the contract extension game and create a false crisis every X number of years. With is with there a discussion Marvel. to be had around the fact that Call of Duty is going to be on Game Pass now, and the fact that yes. on PlayStation it's going to cost you seventy dollars? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's right. that's yep. going to be huge. Which is um, yeah, like, but like that's a good point. There's plenty of games that are like that. I I think right? um. The, what will I think what will most likely happen is like Microsoft's that dumb, right? They know that like Call of Duty is like the cash cow, right? Yeah. And that just dumping it for free on Game Pass isn't going to make them as you know what I'm saying. So right. I think Call of Duty will be the only Activision title that'll that'll be multiplayer. Because like in the grand scheme of things, who the fuck cares about Crash Bandicoot? Who the fuck cares about Spyro? Who the fuck <laughs> cares about all these all these other the, all these other ones? If like the big money maker is the one that's going to like you know keep the, it yeah. hurts me. Hurts me 100. percent so, you know what I'm saying? It hurts. What like I man? I'm never seeing Tony Hawk on PlayStation ever again. I'm already calling that. Um, I'm sorry, man. But, if StarCraft uh, Ghost ever gets actually made, like it's not <laughs> coming out on PS5, right? That's just. <laughs> um, 
know what I'm saying? So I think stuff like Overwatch, stuff like Call of Duty will stay multi-plat because it makes sense for Microsoft to do that. And everything else can just get dumped on fucking uh, Game Pass. Then again, I don't know. Psychonauts 2 is on PS4. I don't know how, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Psychonauts 2 came to Xbox first, though, right? No, it was, they launched the same. They launched the wow. same day. Like it was, it was a multi-plat like launch at all the same time. But it's it's on. It came on. It came out on Game Pass, like you were talking about. It's a full price game. Mm. Um, but it's out on, on. You can buy it on PS4 for full price if you wanted to. Uh, so I, but I, I, I think in the case of like all the all, all this other Activision bullshit, um, Call of Duty is the only one that stays multi-plat just because from a business perspective, it makes total sense for a. Uh, there's for, money to soak up on PlayStation side of the pond. Because here's the thing, those, PlayStation gamers, people in PlayStation's ecosystem, if given the option to play Call of Duty, will spend the $70, mm. right? Me. If you're on PlayStation because you want, you know, the next Uncharted, the next Last of Us, the next, you know, whatever War, Sony's yeah. putting in the next God of War, right? All that stuff, because Final Fantasy 16 is not going to be on Xbox, right? Like, if, right, it's not coming to Xbox, no, it's not. No, it's yeah. an exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if you're on PlayStation for those reasons, then the fact that it's on Game Pass doesn't matter to you. You want to play it, you're coughing up the 70 bucks. And that's and 20 your... bucks or whatever that Microsoft gets to soak up. You know, however much... It'll be much... interesting if it's on Game Pass Ultimate, because if that means if you've got a semi-capable PC, you can run that game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I hope it does. Right, because like they're they're definitely dedicated to Game Pass on PC, you know. They're and and Ultimate is a huge value proposition for them. So, you know, I just yeah, I don't see a world where Call of Duty actually goes exclusive. And I think that the only reason Sony is making this noise, Jim Ryan knows, right? Jim Ryan has to know. He's well, not an idiot. idiot. Yeah, yeah. He, he, might, to, he might be an idiot, but well, it's possible. Like, right. I won't rule that out, but like <laughs> a lot of CEOs are, I've noticed. It seems like the further you get up the chain, really, the more disconnected from reality you get. But um, Jim Ryan has to know that Microsoft sees dollar signs in Call of Duty on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. This is performative. This is performative to whip up gamers online, and it's performative to try and maybe get the uh, regulatory committees that have to approve these deals to maybe strong arm Microsoft a bit more into giving Sony a better deal. That's all it is. It's a game, you know, and, and they're, they're crying outrage. I feel like just to try to play the board. If that makes sense. You know, poor little Sony, you know, (laughs) yeah, I know for, for little Sony, you know, doesn't have anything. Uh, I, 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 I Poor think... little market leader in the gaming industry. <laughs> yeah, it, it, what, know, whatever I, are they going to do? Yeah, they're not gonna. They're. Not, I don't think they're gonna make it this. Uh, this fiscal. I don't know, guys. Things are looking bad for Sony. I. Oh, we got a big raid from Anorient. Thank hi, you, buddy. Josh. Oh, hi, Josh. I. What's I think up, Josh? Like you said, Derek, it is like this. Them kind of making noise. First of all, this is like the last Call of Duty game till 2024. Also, this is like a big deal. This is probably. Oh, are we definitely like... getting a year off with 2023? Yeah, we're definitely yes. getting a year oh, off. Oh, thank fucking god. That's why I'm. Why do you guys think I'm so all in on Modern Warfare 2? Are you kidding? If it's I see, and... well, <laughs> we are getting Warzone 2, which will probably be getting content over the next year. Whatever, it's a different thing. 
Yeah. Nothing would be better for this franchise than to take goddamn breaks, right? Like, it's the same thing with Assassin's Creed. Assassin's yeah. Creed, when we were getting one every single year, it was yeah. hell. And then I they slowed um, down yeah. a bit, and it's been great for them. I'm not allowed to discuss Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, yeah, yeah. Look, like, I... Sony's gonna be fine. Microsoft's <laughs> Poor gonna little be market fine. leader. Like I, I mean, uh, you know, Call of Duty could, uh, Call of Duty could disappear from from PlayStation tomorrow, and PlayStation's going to be fine. I think Sony's got a bigger issue when you combine this with the fact that games like Starfield and the next Elder Scrolls and whatever Fallout is coming next are almost assuredly not coming to PlayStation. Um, I, we have I, a Finn. I think- Finn. We finally have a Finn. Finn, Finn. 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 hi, buddy. Oh, we got Finn. I'm just on my phone. I thought about calling while driving, but then I was like, you know what? I would have <laughs> fucking ripped your face off. Then uh, you would have really been in the dog bed. Ben, you should have. You should have done that. You should have called while driving. You I mean, I'm, I'm, shut the fuck up, CJ. I, I'm traveling. I don't have my car, or I would have. Ben, you sound fucking exhausted. Well, here's the thing. I said I'd be on this call tonight because I thought I did not have a Shin-Chan like Zoom call with Japan. Turns out I did. I'm like getting ready to log on to the call and I get the Google Teams like Zoom link and I'm like, oh no. Oh no. So, so yeah, I'm back. I'm here to talk PAX West. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but also hi to our special guest. Hello. I'm Finn. We're besties already, but you already Finn, knew I, Finn, I can't get over how tired you sound, man. Like, you sound... He still warm. seems... Sound he does not sound a tenth them. as tired as the the time me and me and Finn ran into Jeff Keighley on the floor of Pax. Oh, I've <laughs> never yeah, seen a more tired man. human being. That was a haunted man. Also, I'm gonna... <laughs> Hold on. Look how fucking dope my pants are. All right, look at that. Look at that. Oh, thank you. Thank God you're wearing thank pants. You the, like, thank look, you for the Look, I'm just saying, call <laughs> me Tropical Starburst, baby, because I'm wearing yeah, yeah. Finn, you remember when we first oh started God. this? Finn, do you remember when we first started this podcast years ago and your nickname was Torpedo Vegas? I do. What? <laughs> I don't remember where it came from, but that oh. was the name that was brought up. Oh yeah, no. Finn was Torpedo Vegas for well, a little while. Now I finally have uh, an alternate uh, universe name for Finn. Whenever I finally Torpedo actually Vegas. write the, the, the insane Vegas, pro broadcast, the king, the king himself. So we're here to talk Pax West, right? Yeah, um, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Do, do we? Did we have any really more points to make about? I don't Sony fucking think so, dude. I, Monopolies I, are bad, but gamers are babies. Um, yeah. Jim Ryan needs to shut up. And Sony's part of it too, so shut the fuck up. Oh, did Jim Ryan pull a Jim Ryan again? He sure did. He sure did. Jim Ryan needs to quit his Jim crying. Am I right? (laughs) All right. You can pull me on that, Kotaku. (laughs) They will. All right. (laughs) So at at a certain point, like I'm, I'm coming. I don't even know what you guys have already talked about, but like at a certain point. 
Sony's got to realize he's just Don matricking them, right? Like he's just doing a lot of. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, it's not even a question. The thing is, they're gonna they're 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 going into PS3, Xbox One territory now with this with like the, this the bullshit. Like, it's, it's, it's 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 wild. I don't know how it happens, but every single time there's a pendulum. Like they cannot. As soon, no company... If Sony was in first place in a generation, then they get cocky and they go. They they go PS3. They're just they like, what's history? It's fine. <laughs> like, here's my thing. They 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 were in first place twice in a row, right? PS1, PS2, and they're like, all right. Then they got cocky. Then they kind of humbled themselves with the PS4. Then they're 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 still being pretty cocky, but they're still on top of the PS5. It's the circle of life, man. PS6 is, is gonna be Sony. some shit, dude. Arrogant <laughs> Sony's back, baby. PS6 is gonna launch with like cartridges or something. They're gonna fuck up so badly. They're gonna do something to like really fuck up. Yeah. It's gonna be a dockable. It's gonna be a dockable Vita. Call PS6 it. is gonna require <laughs> surgery to use. Uh, Sony's, go, Sony's gonna bring back the Vita, give it a dock, and be like, "We can make this work." If Nintendo can do it, so can we? I mean, the big question is: Does this mean we'll finally get like a Switch version of Call of Duty? No, never. No. no, that's that shit is never gonna fucking. Microsoft happen. does like Nintendo more than Activision Blizzard does, but still no. Yeah. So Finn, you were at PAX West. You were the the one of us that that went. Sure. Why was. don't you tell us about? Um, first off, why don't you tell us a little bit about how the convention itself was handled? Um, so, as someone for those who are cautious and curious. So I went to PAX East and PAX West, right? Right. Um, PAX East was, I don't want to call it a ghost town because that was PAX West 2021. I heard about PAX West 2021. PAX East was was decent, but nowhere near what you expected. It felt more like a local convention. Like I remember distinctly they had so much empty space in the exhibit hall that they put the food trucks inside in the exhibit hall. <laughs> oh man. And, and, like we laughed, but that's a good thing, right? That like well, people didn't participate in like Because none, none, none of the yeah. big companies that you you associate with these big video game conventions there. There was no Nintendo, no Xbox, no PlayStation, no Bandai, no Sega, no Capcom. Twitch wasn't there. Not even like mainstays like the Fan Gamer merch booth. Like no one was there at PAX at PAX East. They were back here. The only ones that weren't there were Microsoft and uh, PlayStation, but all the other big ones were back for PAX West. Nintendo was there with a huge Splatoon 3 booth and a uh, very badly kept secret of media invite-only Bayonetta 3 demos. Um, There was a... a So what you're saying is you played Bayonetta 3? I did not. if, If I had played it, I wouldn't have brought it up because, boy, are they crazy with the NDAs. But... There's not an NDA that says I heard it on from a someone from a someone. Um, so Bandai was there, and they were showing off, you know, their 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 upcoming big games. They had an Elden Ring section, uh, but mostly they with the had, turtle guy. I don't even play Elden Ring, guy. but I know the turtle was there. But but they had Dragon Ball Breakers. They had uh, Pac-Man repacked their like remaster of Pac-Man World or whatever. Uh, but the big one. And I'm about to I'm about to really make put John in a precarious position because they had One Piece Odyssey with a playable demo 
I was literally reading One Piece right before we started recording, Finn. And, and, are y'all going to make and, me and, start reading One Piece? Is that what's going to happen? Derek, should we book club with One Piece? Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I come God. together. This is where yeah, I check out because I don't even know what the f I barely know what the fuck One Piece is. It's, yeah, it's a but comic, that's what I'm John. saying is I'm blowing your mind because you're about to want to know because the gameplay the battle system. This is, is like, like a straight up JRPG, right? It's a straight up JRPG with some straight up baller ass battle system mechanics. It is like if FF10 made love to Dragon Quest XI. Ooh. It's. It was a chef kiss. The battle system was so good. Uh. Oh, just like you could swap your characters in and out of battle at will without any. Uh, um, like penalties, your characters each have attributes that have like a rock, paper, scissors mechanic. So you have like power, speed, and technique. So all the enemies also have those mechanics. So you have to like swap your characters out. There's fucking zones on the battlefield. So like if your enemies are separated, you can you have to like switch zones or like swap out zones like to do like different skill sets and different skills have different attributes and different like technique like levels and who they're attacking. Oh my god, the battle system was so so good. Like the demo the the overall traversal standard JRPG fair, right? Like but but the battle system they they threw you in and gave you like a bunch of like abilities and they overpowered you so you could just like have fun and not worry about dying. But I was playing that battle system like holy shit, this is this is some good ass JRPG mechanic. I was not expecting it. Uh, as a recent, very recent One Piece convert, like at first I was like, I'm gonna play it, and and I was asking, and apparently, uh, you don't really have to have existing knowledge to enjoy the story. It's fairly standalone. It, it treated treated like an anime movie, like it exists in canon but also outside of canon. But it doesn't matter. The gameplay is fucking dope, and I I imagine it's gonna it's gonna entice a lot of nerds into giving it a shot for the first time. So. Oh, it's the guys who developed the Pokemon Brilliant uh, Diamond and Pearl remake. Those weren't those weren't the best games in the world. To be fair, I think I, they I were thought... made on a budget of like a a the platter of ham sandwiches. Well, I, I was so. gonna ask Finn because I was gonna ask like who developed it. I wanted to look it up because I wanted to see if it was like one of like the you know like the the standard like Namco like guys right? who always do like give every developers game. money. They will make the, good games. Like it was just Cyber Connect or something. Yeah, and it was gonna be like another 3D <laughs> fighter. Here's here's the other thing that I think is super cool, right? I gave the 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 brand manager for Bandai for One Piece and Elden Ring, uh, she's the same brand manager, a Saki Award for for this game, right? And she was like, "Oh my god, I'm about to leave and hop on a plane to go to Tokyo Game Show and meet with the creator of One Piece, and I'm going to show him this sock." No shit. These Saki oh, awards so, have shown up in some places, y'all. Like, it's so cool. If we get the creator of One Piece posing with fucking Saki. The I'll final chapter of One Piece is gonna have. Like, done. Saki. Finn, Finn will retire. That's it. I mean, I'll read one. I'll Saki read One Piece. One piece. I will read One Piece about, if that happens. I, that that is a game that I know John like would enjoy, but it would be hard for him because he doesn't care about One Piece. But I'm saying for those on the fence about should I get into One Piece, this game might prove the perfect primer for you and let you know if like the only thing I have an issue with, and this is just this is just how sometimes Japanese games are. Uh, it's not the English voice cast. It's not dubbed. 
It's just subbed. But the Japanese voice cast is solid. I just, you know, as, as a Funimation fan, I would have enjoyed the, the English it voice. It seems as if, it. like, if you're not, like, Dragon Ball or Naruto, you're not getting a dub for your game. Because even My Hero didn't, the My Hero games didn't get dubbed. Yeah. Which is well, weird. See, really? Like, like, yeah. My the Hero games didn't get dubbed. They got a dub as DLC. So I'm hoping that'll happen for this, too. Did the last one get, like, a dub? Like the last the open one? I'm not sure. I haven't actually checked. I don't don't call me that. However, I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot and then talk about a couple games that I think John would like, like directly. Hit me, John, hit me, baby. Let's hear how it. How do you feel about Persona like vibes, but instead of a turn based RPG, it's a strategy tactical RPG? Well, you got my fucking attention. Did we already get that in Devil Summoner? But good. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no, Spicy. Okay, I enjoy Devil Summoner. But Devil Summoner. <laughs> no, so, John, okay. That, that, loses, think, uh, that loses its effect the second time. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Hey, watch no. this. Get watch this. Remove from group. <laughs> All right. So while John's not here because he did, he decided to be a, be a snarky man, uh, there's a, there's a I'm adding him back. <laughs> I thought no, you should have wow, been wow, wow. Derek, Derek, you should have waited like at least ten like you know five minutes and then watched him in the Twitch check going, fuckers, let me yeah. back in. Yeah. Wow, man. Wow. Wow. You can't you can't just stop hating, all right? Finn. It's called Demon School and it had in well, a I heard about this actually. I heard a little bit about this. I heard a little bit about it. So the battle system is, is grid uh, strategy based, but what's cool is your all of your characters share the same AP points, and so you move them all in a planning phase. And when you lock it in, everyone initiates their attacks in the order you did them. So, like if you're put moving enemies around or triggering group attacks, it all happens in the order that you place it. But you have to be pretty uh, pretty precise in how you use it. And certain characters. They have certain attributes, like there's one character that can only heal. He can't hurt enemies. So you have to use them to keep your people alive. And there's one girl that can only debuff. So you have to like be careful and like balance out and make like like so debuff girls gotta go first so that when you're attacker, you know, that kind of thing. And it's got a really cool like I it's just it's hard to ignore the persona vibes when it's about like kids in school dealing with monster and be like possession and stuff like that. But anyway, that was really good. Dope, um, dope. I like it. Uh, I, I got a chance to meet, uh, go with uh, Yacht Club Games and check out both of their new upcoming games. They had demos for SteamWorld Dig, which is just uh, Shovel Knight's take on uh, Dig Dug and uh, Drill Dozer. And there's Wait, kind of Steam World Dig. Steam like, just, Dig is a game, just, just a roguelike no, mechanic, but just how far can you go down? But Steam and, World, Steam World Dig is already a game, Finn. It is, mean, that's what I said. But you mean is, Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight. Dig? Yeah, it's a shovel knight. That's dig. what he what said. Oh, okay. no, he said SteamWorld. I thought dig. he said he said SteamWorld. Yeah, he said SteamWorld. Oh well, he said bad. shovel knight too. No, I heard shovel knight. You said shovel knight dig. dig. We got it right. cleared up. Shovel knight okay. dig. Shovel knight dig. Okay. It was really cool because he was the creator was so excited. He was like, "This is the first time I've been able to create new knight designs for a while." So like, as you go down, you're fighting brand new villains, like brand new bosses, which I thought was neat. But the real draw for me was uh, the first playable build of Mina the Hollower, their new uh, Game Boy Color Link's Awakening inspired uh, Kickstarter game that dropped like last year. Uh, John's. Oh, I do remember this. Oh, this yes. is sick as 
fuck. John's going to love that fucking game. So it, it, it is definitely a love letter to the Game Boy era Zelda game. Uh, For sure, but, immediately. But, but straight up, uh, Dark Souls style mechanics. Hmm. So there he's like, I want you to, like, every encounter wants to feel dangerous. And when you die, like, you lose your soul in that area and you got to get back to it. Uh, but, but there's a burrow mechanic and the jump and like, so everything you have to be very tactical. Like even the way he, he called it dark souls. is like every encounter can be deadly if you don't treat it seriously. Like even a slime could fucking take you out. Uh, so it had less, it, it, it's not Zelda esque in the sense that there are no puzzles. It's not a puzzle game. Uh, the puzzles he said are how you approach combat encounters. Oh, hell yeah. And, but, oh my God, is that game fun? And it just, it evokes that era in a way that just, oh, just chef's kiss. That that was, that was a highlight. But I will say, my game of the show, I'll get back to it. Uh, Son of a bitch, Finn. What is is that? I want to end on it. I want to end on that. That's fair. That's fair. So, so Baldur's Gate 3 was incredible. Uh, I purposely have not played any of the early access, so this was all new to me. We got a chance to, uh, uh, a group I was with, my Divinity Original Sin group that plays every week, we got to group interview Larian for Baldur's Gate, and we got to play co-op. They linked our uh, computers together, and we got to do the demo in co-op. And it was a blast. They, It is a step above and an upgrade to almost everything that made Original Sin 2 so great. Uh I'm I am just just in love with that game. So that was awesome. Is that game coming to consoles at any point? So I asked about that. I'm I was sure like, it will. I was like, so the game's going to come out, and then a couple, and a year later, after a couple bunch mm. of patches, you're going to do the definitive edition for Baldur's Gate, and then a couple months later, you're going to release it on consoles, right? And he was like, I mean, there's nothing official, but we're Larian. So. <laughs> <laughs> love that I answer. Mean, it's like, it's like they, they're obviously they're not gonna they, nothing will ever be announced like that until the game is out of early access or whatever. But I mean, they did it for Original Sin One, they did it for Original Sin Two. There's no reason to think Baldur's Gate won't follow suit. Uh, they're very I agree. Good at I agree. That to consoles, I don't know how they're fucking wizards, but whatever. Um, River City Girls Two, fucking amazing. Ooh, I, I really you know it. Heard of that, that one. one? It dropped I'm this r- year. No date, yeah. but it comes out this year. Uh, River City. So here's here's what I did not know going into this demo: online co-op, four players, not just two. Oh fuck yeah! So I'm ah. Oh, oh, so like I I played that first game all by myself because there's, there's no online, there was no thing. That shit was tough. Yeah, incredibly oh, tough. Holy shit! Super good. So uh, I played Company of Heroes three over at Sega. It's been a long time since this. We know that was coming out. out exactly me either i was like oh shit company heroes 3 that game has had a huge overhaul they've added a world map like civilization style right so you have a civ style sim where you're moving your forces and your resources and stuff and then when you enter a skirmish it transitions into an rts map okay civilization and then when you enter combat the game goes into a traditional company of heroes style rts and that was incredible. Love that. Uh, this, all right, here was a, a surprise hit. Uh, the creators of Maneater, our favorite shark RPG, are yeah. making a, uh, a multiplayer competitive shooter called Disguise Inc. It's basically like oh. 
Did it come out that those guys suck, though? No, the CEO sucks, and then the CEO was ousted. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Sorry, I don't know about that. All I know is the people there were really nice. There's some French-Canadian dev team. But it's like, it's Among Us-esque in that you play as these teams of spies, but everyone on the map looks like an NPC. And so you have to complete these objectives while still looking like an NPC, because if you get, like, outed as a spy then you can be taken out and once you're out you're out until the end of the match and so it's like two teams trying to figure out like trying to look and play like an npc doing random things not moving erratically while still trying to accomplish these objectives that are increasingly time-based i had no expectations going in but i really enjoyed myself that was a lot i think that has a lot of like twitch stream like our team like playing together potential so I want to say that was announced during Summer Games Fest, and it struck I me think as it a, was. It struck me as an idea that I'm shocked hasn't been done yet. Right? But it, it was so well done, I think. Like, it was really fun, like, trying to be like, okay, I know I need to go, like, hack this terminal, but how do I do that without looking like I'm hacking this terminal? And so <laughs> all the characters have their own skills and perks and stuff, and so each character can do something different. Uh, so, like, mine can hop between NPC bodies in a serpentine fashion if they get discovered. So you can try and, like, escape into another NPC before you're taken out completely. I don't know, man. It was awesome. Uh, by the creators of River City Girls and uh, the Shantae games, there's a new game coming out called Spider Stars. Like, dinosaurs, but Spider Stars. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. What? I'm curious. I think I'm, they're I'm... disgusted. I'm trying Giant to spiders. Out what that's what it sounds like. No, that so dope. that's just the name of it. Uh, oh. It's 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 way forwards, cartoonish like Saturday morning take on Contra. Yeah, looks sick as fuck. Look at this. It is. Oh. It was super fucking dope. Also, I was really proud of myself. The dev was watching me as I played. He was like, "Wow, you're really that good." That is definitely a, a spider and a dinosaur smashed oh, together. Oh, definitely. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love this. It's great. They were like, we wanted, we didn't like a lot of our games have anime aesthetics, but we wanted this to invoke like Saturday morning cartoons. I was gonna say very Saturday morning cartoons. They even have like an animated Saturday morning cartoon intro. It's really cool. So it's got co-op. Anyway, a couple more. I played a bunch of games, but I'm only trying to focus on the ones I have. Like there was, uh, remember Gungrave on PS2? Yo, Gungrave Gore's. Gungrave Gore's. I do actually. Uh, I'm gonna say definitely try it on Game Pass. Uh, they've done an admirable job of remaking a game and making it definitely feel like it's from the PS2 era. Let's fucking go, baby. <laughs> fucking go. That's a, that's that a vibe. I enjoyed, I, was not... I enjoyed it for what it was. I don't know how modern, like, gamers will approach that style. Like, it's very slow and clunky, just like the original Gungrave was. Uh, but it was fun. Right there. Let's fucking go. <clears throat> um... I played Ghost Song, which is that upcoming uh, Humble Games dark horde tinged uh, um, Metroidvania game. Yeah, that's that's going to Game Pass as well, isn't it? If I remember yes. correctly. Yeah. Correct. Game is it called? I'm here for a Metroidvania. Ghost Song. I'm always here for a Metroidvania. I mean it. Right. I'm 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 a sucker for them. It doesn't take much. Now I will say. One of my favorite things about PAX is co- coming across games I've never heard of and knew nothing about, right? That's yeah. one of our favorite parts about PAX. Uh, one of my top three games of the show is one I'd never heard of before. Uh, Derek will understand our, our, our good old boy Cal from yeah. Thunderful. Uh, this is one of their games. 
It's called wor- wordless or worldless. Um, I, I think I typed it in my, my computer uh, or my phone auto-corrected it, it. I was typing it down. Yeah, worldless. Uh, aesthetically, it's very Ori and Will the Wisps. Okay. Um, but when you enter combat, it turns into a JRPG turn-based battle system. With like wow. Super Mario RPG inspired, like timing your button presses, it's it was fucking amazing. It is so, pretty fucking cool. Oh, this looks cool. That's Wait, so, what, what's the gorgeous world list? I'll drop it. It's from Coat Sink. I'm going right now. I'm going right now. This looks cool as hell. World list underscore on Twitter. The the soundtrack fucking haunting and beautiful. Just you'll understand why I give it like Ori-esque vibes. Like it's just yes. very Yeah. Oh, and the, the battle system. Wait, is, was this one your favorite one? Yes, this is one okay. of my top three. This was amazing. So it's gorgeous. I know. And and there's like Metroidvania style like hidden mechanics and stuff. And there's a there's a skill tree and a level up system. And the battle system, you get this little meter and you can do as many physical and magical attacks as you want in that meter. And then once you break their shields down, you can absorb them and it turns into a little mini game. Oh my god, like everything about this game. Like there was an auto 15 minute timer on this demo, and when that timer went out, I was I was I was just angry. I was upset that you were (laughs) stopping me from playing this game. I've just got to the skill tree, and like the fact that the skill tree is seamlessly—it's just you. Yes, it, it turns out you, like you expand your arms and become the skill tree. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Cool. Uh, oh, I don't know day one. about what the story is, but I don't care. This game was incredible. Yeah, was the, so the art style is striking. Yeah. So, worldless. Uh, check it out. It's it's dope. Um, until we get Final Fantasy Tactics remake, uh, there was an indie game coming out called Arcadian Atlas that is literally just, hey, what if we took Final Fantasy Tactics and gave it some modern quality of life uh, mechanics and also gave you a magic using raccoon named Poncho? Oh, that's uh, different what I was thinking of. Arcadian Atlas was very good. It's, it, it it doesn't even pretend to not try and just be another Final Fantasy Tactics um, gameplay mechanic wise. Um, everything down to like the charge spells and technique attacks that like delay your turn to the way the graphics look. The oh, story, nice art, right? And the story, uh, from what I gathered from the the demo, is also very Final Fantasy Tactics inspired. A lot of political intrigue and like yeah, it's politically charged. I mean, it is. It's it's it, it's in the sense of like like Game of Thrones or Tactics was. It's about you know, countries at war and political intrigue and stuff. And I don't know, that was a really good one too. It, do, it does not pretend to not be in love with Final Fantasy Tactics, but you know, it's been so long since we've had a game like that, I don't care. Did you say you play as a raccoon? Uh, that is one, in the demo, that is one of the characters that, right. it, there's a plot that uh, a raccoon uh, comes across a spilled magical potion and uh, becomes sentient and gains magical powers and becomes one of your mages. And it's yeah, Poncho is a rascal gifted with nearly human level intellect, and he's also a real chonky boy. Oh, he's you, good. Are you implying that raccoons on, on the Lord are not sentient? Uh, I mean, raccoons are. Are we implying that raccoons on the whole are not are horrible, chonky but... boys? Yeah, but I can think. <laughs> like. Um, no, I've only got, I've only got two more. 
I played System Shock. Ooh. Is it good? I've heard it's very good. It I was. have the demo from two years ago downloaded, but I've not oh. had time to play it. Uh, let me tell you, someone that also, I was a Kickstarter backer, so I also have that demo. They have done some magic. I think one of the coolest things they did was the they went with this aesthetic choice that made it look kind of like voxels. So it looks like a modern take on like what the original System Shock looked like on computers back then. But it, it just in motion, it looks so good. I don't know how to describe it. Like it's like a, a <laughs> modern <laughs> retro. So that and then just I, I got my ass kicked so hard. I was doing pretty well until I entered a room that I did not know was irradiated, and I uh, died. As one does. That's happened to me multiple times in life. <laughs> like a... Um. Finally. Oh no! One more before that. Uh, the uh, also by Thunderful and Coat Sync is a game called Planet of Lana. L A N A. Yeah. Yeah, that looks amazing. That one. Yes, I'm so excited for that. Okay, so y'all know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was super good. The demo was incredible. Um, when is this supposed to come out? This Don't year. Know. Yeah, it got is delayed, right? It was supposed to come out this year, and it got delayed, right? I think. So it's, it's a puzzle. It's a puzzle platformer, kind of in the vein of like like a 2D insider limbo or Ico type of game. It's a girl and her little creature, and you're trying to get through this uh, this planet wilderness uh, that it's being taken over by robots. Uh, don't know anything else about it except the, the, the gameplay was solid and the puzzles made me feel real smart. It's out this year, and they are currently doing previews for the game. No, it got yeah. delayed. Um, it's, oh, it's they have currently, just got it there. Yeah, Website. 2023. The website okay. was out there. <laughs> yeah, well, it was supposed, it was supposed to be this year because it was on my fantasy critic, but it, I had to drop it because it got delayed. So I had one more game. The, and the, I'm assuming this is your game of the show, Finn. This is this the is. this is the one that. Is. And you're gonna laugh, and I don't care. It's whatever. Uh, you pick Ross. It's Wrestle Quest. Oh, oh yeah. God. He's super oh. fucking stoked about this, dude. Oh, that's, that's, the wrestling, that's the wrestling JRPG. Yes, it yeah. is. Yes, so, I'm fucking excited you. about this. Let me tell you. It's so good. It's so much better than the demo this. that dropped a couple months ago. Oh, Brent, uh, look it up. So, oh, I, got so, so is it, I did not know that they had licensed over 30 Yeah, they've officially licensed like, characters. Randy Savage is in that game. Randy Savage, like, <laughs> what is this? Oh, Britta looks so good. Oh, dude. It looks so fucking good. Yo, Finn, you know what reminds me of? Where it's like the wrestling action figures. Oh, come on. This, this looks fucking amazing. And it, it's very like a dragon esque in that the main character is inflicted with a permanent kayfabe, which is the term for like when, when you treat wrestling yeah. like it's real. Yeah, so a little wrestling. Wrestling is real. Yeah, it and looks so, so good. Every time someone mentions writers or something, it's like, what are you talking about? Like, you sound stupid. Do they, they treat it like um, like how every single movie treats wrestling. Like, yes. Spider-Man 1 treats wrestling as a real thing. And he tries to kill that man. Like, he just tries yeah. to kill him. <laughs> like, and it's a legit turn-based RPG. Oh, my God. And here's the best thing, John. When you knock out an enemy, remove all of its hit points, they don't go out yet. You have to then pin them. And that's there's a cool. pin oh. that's a that's an ATB style like like think in a golf game where you have to like hit the meter. You have to like pin them and do a three count, otherwise they gain some HP back. And before boss battles, you can in, you you do like a uh, like a hype reel, and you have to like insult them back and forth. And if you get better oh insults, you get, like buff. Yeah, that, oh I, this God. looks so fucking great. Yeah, it's 
So like there aren't even any locked doors in dungeons. There's tables and you have to find a table token and then slam an NPC through the table to open up the path. This sounds so so good. This sounds so good. There's also like Super Mario RPG style timing mechanics. So when you knock an enemy back into the ropes, they come back at you. And if you don't hit the button properly, like to clothesline them for extra damage, then they can hit you back and knock your turn out a little bit. Now, so when is this coming to- out? Finn, Finn, when is this coming out? Because it was supposed to come out in summer of this year. Yes. Uh, we don't know yet. We don't have a window. We will find out soon, they said. They have an event planned where they are going to announce it. But I think the coolest thing is the developers all dressed as wrestlers and were in character <laughs> the entire time. Yes. That's so fucking They called good. themselves Who? the Silk Road Warriors. Who held oh, the also- license? Oh, this. Yeah. I. I. What, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. What was that, uh, Ryan? Who have the license? Because I know Wendy Savage is in it. I'm pretty sure they're Andre the Giant. Did Andre, they ever Jake get... the Snake. Are, like, do they call them that, though? Yeah, they, yeah sure they're, they're called Jake the Snake. It's their actual names. Diamond Dallas. No Dale shit. Dude, uh, Rand, like Randy said. And see, the ones that they didn't get licensed for, they have homage characters. Like, like in Rick the demo, there was one clear person that was supposed to be Stone Cold Steve Austin, but was just a stuffed teddy bear. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, so it's called so, Steve Creamery. Yeah, something like that. And then finally, they mentioned that there's all the different lands in the world are based off of a different genre of wrestling. So there's the luchador like country. There's the one based on Japanese wrestling. There's one based on like the Attitude Era AEW. Where like this is so great. This is so fucking great. I've been looking forward to this. WrestleQuest was fucking dope. I got an interview with them. Uh, I recorded one just audio only, so I'll be trying to edit that and put that up. Also, they had a WWE Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett there to help. I don't know. I don't know who that is, but it sounds. Did he have his guitar with him? But he carries something everywhere. So he's the one. And I took some pictures of them with the sake. He put it on his hand. He was like, "I look. I feel like mankind." And he took the picture (laughs) with the sock in the guy's in the developer's mouth. It was awesome. Uh, So I'm just saying. The game's real good, and I was I was I knew I'd like it because it looks so much. They're like our inspirations are Chrono Trigger, Super Mario RPG, and oh Final Fantasy. I'm like, well, you fucking just hit my trifecta. I don't know what you want me to tell you. It's good, so, good shit, good times. Pax West, Pax West was really good. It was also just nice to see a bunch of people again. God, who, did you, who did you hang out with? Like, I realized they never answered Derek's original question, which was oh, how yeah. is it handled. Um, Masks were required everywhere. If you ever took a mask off, an enforcer would either tell you to put it on or escort you out. Good. Everywhere, like every panel. Like one time I went to a panel and I forgot I didn't have my mask on because I just walked into the hotel and they like ran and pulled me aside and were like mask. And I was like, oh shit, you're right. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Uh, so they were super diligent about it. There was hand sanitizer stations everywhere. I'm, I'm thinking PAX East is our glorious return, man. Ooh, like I, it's, it's time. PAX West jumped up from PAX East. I'm saying PAX East 2023 is going to be like pre-pandemic style, like in terms of like everyone's going to be back, like all the developers and stuff. Like I, I truly think it'll be the one to go to for y'all because they they are they are they did not give a shit about oh you could hear some people complain but well this currency seems like we don't care you need a mask like. I just I, I feel like I miss I miss everyone like I miss everyone I miss hanging you're gonna out see us all like, in like a month so. I know I know but it needs to be more often than that I'm anyway. just excited like more than anything I'm excited to see Martha 
Yeah, I think, Brit, yeah, I, think Brit I'm can, in danger when you two get together for sure. And now imagine Brit, Martha, and Vicky all oh. together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Oh, I keep saying, for that. Martha's going to adopt you. Like, it's just going to happen. That's what she Dare, does. So. I'm okay with that. Um, I finally met someone from 47PR in person. Yeah. Well, they exist. And, and had a good. A good productive conversation. We exchanged, we exchanged contacts, and I think we might finally have broken that iron wall. God, I hope so. Right, We've done enough of their games. Not to get too inside baseball here, but goddamn. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're difficult. They're really difficult to get a hold of, unless you they have are. a contact. <laughs> yes, and now we do. <laughs> so, yay, that was probably my personal goal. I was like, yes. I'm at next, I'm at a con next month. It's my first. It's my first con professionally covered. Uh, nice. EGX down in London. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I've been looking up the plan for today, and I've realised that my personal goal is find anybody from Nintendo to talk to. <laughs> yeah, that that's oh, I did meet uh, a bunch of people from Go uh, Golin PR, the people that run Nintendo. Yep. So that was also good. Just never I, I mentioned my name. <laughs> yeah. So how many? Yeah. How many? I want to know how many times you like were like I was the PR guy for Shin Chan. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple times, just because when it came up with like other PR friends, are like, "What have you been up to?" I'm like, "I mean, have well, you heard about this?" And they were like, "Oh my god, that was you!" And that made me feel real special. I wonder if anybody at Nintendo like watched that uh, trailer for Shin Chan and then was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> I know that voice. Wait a minute. A couple people did, but it's a couple people who like me. So okay. you know, <laughs> and they're not anybody important. So wait a minute. Doug Doug Bowser's like dispatch a team to his house immediately. <laughs> green oh, light, Shaw. They green light. Doug, they, Doug. They, every new every new head of Nintendo gets like your file. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that a while ago that apparently devs keep files on all journalists? Yes. It was that was that the most terrifying me. thing I've read in my entire life. I was like, oh no, what's my thing I'm not a journalist. <laughs> I guess now it is a good thing that I'm not. Uh, CJ, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You know who is a journalist is John. <laughs> Out of all of us, he's the biggest one, apparently. He's, he's the he's the wokest one, of course. <laughs> Wait, what? We're we're being facetious. It's okay. Okay, I was about to say, like, well, hold on. Because everybody claims that you're a journalist and says yeah. that you write for IGN and shit. You're, you write one article about white phosphorus in Call of Duty and suddenly you're a fucking journalist. It's because you put so, one article. It doesn't. You've written like a couple articles, hair, but I mean, again, writing a couple of guest pieces uh, does not make somebody a journalist. Like, and, no. and you don't claim to be. Anyway, we're getting off track. Yeah. So, 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 but PAX West went well. Good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I, am I think glad we will be making too, plans to try and hit East, maybe. Oh, I think. Just I think. Chat. I can't read it because I just pulled it up. Asked about Kaiju. Uh, Oh no! There, there was a kaiju war demo as well. That oh, tri- I don't know that. tactical kaiju game. Oh, that's cool. that's a Justin. That's that's Justin's. That's alley. a me thing too. No, but yeah. Oh, so um, a little bit uh, before we get offline here, it's not video game related, but a little bit of really cool breaking news is that before the midterms, it looked like Joe Biden is looking at federally legalizing marijuana. Hell, yeah. um, does that mean you'll finally get to yes. smoke weed, John? <laughs> 
pass the fucking duchy. Yes. Bro. Let's fucking yes. Go. yes. All I got to say is, Joe, do it before October 22nd, man. Come on, I'm, sleepy hey, Joe. I'm bringing, Brandon, John, Brandon, I'm bringing weed. And I'm bringing things that are technically not weed. Hey, Embrace, go full dark, Brandon. As a as a government employee, Brandon, listen to me. Listen to me, Brandon. Dude, please. I need you to come I need on. You to do this. I need you to. I need you to do this for me. Come I, on. I, I, Embrace I the meme, this. Joe. Embrace please. the meme. Joe, you don't like, laugh. You don't see the photos. I, <laughs> I I I desperately need this to happen. But uh so Joe's like no, I desperately need to get fucking high. I just need to, man. I just fucking need to. Listen, um, listen, Joe, listen to this man. <laughs> like listen to me, Mr. President. Uh, no, we we've got we've got a lot of cool we got a lot of cool shit coming up. So for the first time ever, um the week of October twenty second, for the first time ever, the entire podcast will be physically present in one room for the first time and we've been doing this shit for six years now almost and we will be all of us we've all we've like we've we've assembled at pax east's like you know kind of like as like you know a ragtag group but this is the first time that the whole podcast will actually be there in one room it's gonna be a fucking madhouse we're gonna so do you're sleeping on the couch and i get to bed with vicky right i fucking Wait. told you i told you derek <laughs> i fucking told you derek and i told you cj you know what if she steals Ryan. vicky that just means she can't steal martha so. before we went no, live i was Mar like Brit it, it'll be me vicky martha moo and Dottie. i fucking <laughs> told you guys before we go live before we, i was like brit's gonna brit's gonna be like john you're sleeping on the fucking couch <laughs> i fucking told you yeah john, just be my big spoon Okay, fine. Yes. Fine. <laughs> Thank you, Finn. Thank you. <laughs> fine. At least somebody loves at least somebody appreciates me, Finn. Finn's gotta okay. go. We love you, buddy. Bye, Finn. Sorry, Bye. Later, Bob. Love you. Thank you. About packs and then have to bounce because life. I don't know. Get some also, sleep, my man. Who's a what what? What? <laughs> yeah, Finn, Finn leaving first means he has to sleep on the dog bed. <laughs> somebody's uh, got somebody's sleeping in the dog bed. <laughs> I mean, the dog bed is. I mean, don't your dogs sleep on your bed, John? One of them does. Yeah, so technically the master bedroom is the dog bed. So, I so I'm, I'm sleeping in the dog bed. I'm sleeping in the dog bed. I'm going to your tribute. There's going to be nine of us piled in that one bed. Oh, we should do that. Like yeah, fucking like seven doors. It'll be like. It'll be I'm like done. Charlie from Willy Wonka's, uh, like like grandparents. Just all, everybody <laughs> piled into one fucking bed. Oh, we should. Um, oh, we all get in, under the covers, play video games. We stream that for twenty four hours. Yeah, no, that. First of all, honestly, that, honestly, that was honestly, essentially me for extra life on the beanbag. <laughs> Brick spent more time sleeping on the beanbag with Moo than anything else. I didn't else. sleep. Like, I did she wasn't sleeping though. She was no, soaking sleep, that up. But 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 Moo Moo was like, I ain't fucking moving. Bye, Finn. Bye, Later, bye, Finn. Ryan, when, 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 evening, but you too. When Moo, when Moo was snuggling with Brittany, like it was like she was like Jordan Belfort in The Wolf of Wall Street. It's like Moo, come here. She's like, I'm not fucking leaving. Like, <laughs> but yeah, so so all of us are getting together because we're gonna do a big uh, multi-day like charity streaming event. Uh, we're gonna stream that Friday and that Saturday. 12 showers each day. Uh, we have a wheel that we are going to spin with a bunch of games on it uh, for us to play together. Local multiplayer games. Good old school bullshit. Um, I think we said we were going to raise money for the National Network for Abortion Funds. Correct. Last, that last is I correct. checked. 
So I should I, I need to get that set up on Tiltify, but like that's what we're gonna do. We raise money for abortion funds, and uh, I'm gonna set like a like a five thousand dollar goal and see if we can bust that. But um, yeah. And if you yeah. have any ideas of what we should do for like uh, what like is it milestones called? Milestones or whatever. Milestones. milestones. Yes, or like I'm punishment not fucking, times. I'm not I was gonna drinking. say landmarks, and uh, I was like, I was gonna say shots. Right. There you go. I'm not drinking um, fucking. No, ranch again. I will. I will do shots for free. What do you guys? Yeah, I mean that's not a punishment. <laughs> I mean, hold up. Whole, so if you guys have any ideas for milestones, please let us know. That like won't get for, us banned off Twitch. For people who lose uh, the games, um, how just... much would it cost to get Derek to shave? Oh, he'll he'll just follow. He'll do it. Shave. Uh, I, mean, he'll... Yeah, he's I like my beard though. How about eat no. bugs? No. <laughs> no. Are you gonna go catch a bug, John? I'll catch him, <laughs> fucking bugs. <laughs> Hey, every every milestone, John gets to say some outlandish thing that like, like whatever he like, whatever like comes we to have to mind. listen no and one, agree no, with no, no one can say shit. We have to sit there and just take it, right? Yeah. Yep. No, I like it. Right. I like where this is going. Anyway, I like I'm where gonna, this is going. I'm we're gonna do a PowerPoint of why you should play Final Fantasy Nine before Final Fantasy Six. <laughs> yes. Yes, and I'll agree with it. I'll help. I'll help make it. Derek's we like, are, for the love of God, we need to get offline. We are well over time. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Ryan, thank you for joining us, buddy. If people want to find you on Twitter, where can they look? Uh, I am at Easby Games on Twitter. Uh, you can find my, my general work uh, over uh, at WePC. Doing some good shit over there, too, man. For real. Thanks, man. Um, thanks for, dude, thanks for joining us tonight, man. We really appreciate yeah, it's it. It's a good time. Yeah, I'd love to do it again sometime. Yeah, and, it's just a shame and, it's two a.m. where you are. I, I know, three thirty now. Four a.m. now. It's yeah. four a.m. now. Look, you <laughs> gotta sacrifice. You gotta, you gotta sacrifice your body for video games, man. Okay, <laughs> like that's, it's that's just that that's key. Sacri- sacrifice is everything. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we've got so, the first thing I see when I go to your Twitter is Zach Fair holding Cloud Strife, and I'm like, yep, immediate follow. That's oh, all I that, that got you. That that got that uh, cover photo got changed. The second. No, no, that's, I changed oh. it to that the second they showed it on the uh, stream. I was like, screenshot. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys, we gotta go. We gotta go offline. We'll see you next week. Remember, kindness costs nothing. Take care of each other. <laughs>